When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth Down in the Steel City. Steelers are 3-7. and seven. Let's talk about the big football game. I'm Crowley. He's Dunlap. The United States ties Wales. That's, of course, what I'm talking about. Did you watch a second of the soccer? I did. I watched a little. It was any live sports. Here's my theory, right? Any live sports that's on at a non-traditional time during the week. This is particularly the case for people who do, oh, I just dropped something. Hold on. Oh, I got to pick it up. Um, oh, you're picking up again. Okay, now there we are. <laughs> any, any live sports that's on at a non-traditional time. That was on at a Monday at two o'clock it kicked off there was england and iran on just before that i believe any um sports that's on at a non-traditional time is heaven for people who work sports talk radio especially in the day and especially in the morning so that being said like let's say the australian open is on it will be on in the studio at 7 a.m our time because it's just live sports. And we never, like, if you work at night, you always get live sports. We never get live sports. So, that being said, I'm off this week uh, from the show on vacation, but I did watch it because it's like, oh my gosh, two o'clock on a Monday. It's not baseball season. Here we go, live sports. So, I did watch it. Couple takeaways. Um, one, and I'm not a big soccer guy, not, you know, it's funny though. I have a friend who actually played at the highest level, played in the Premier League. Um, yeah. And so I do have, I'm partial to a team, uh, Queens Park Rangers. That's right. Yeah. So anyhow, nonetheless, uh, stupid penalty that happened. So bad. The, the Welsh, um, Gareth Bale is like the only guy they've ever had. So that's my second takeaway. And his penalty kick was a boomer. Um, the, the last takeaway I have is if like, the, the, can you call people from Wales a Welcher? Like, is that where that originated or Well, not? the United States really were the Welchers in that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I like to, like, I was watching, was Senegal or someone on before that? Senegal in the Netherlands. Yes. The Orange Crush from the Netherlands. Uh, but the Senegal coach was the best dressed coach in the history of professional sports. He just had on like a cool windsuit. Did you check out his act? Yeah, he might have been the best-dressed man in the history yes, of sports. with, like, joggers on, with that had the, the cuffs on the ankles. I love the – one thing that's really neat to me is the difference in appearance of the coaches. Like, some go full-on shirt and tie. Some well, wins the United suit. States guy, Burholter, is just wearing a T-shirt. A bad one, too. No good. You know bad what I don't like? An omen. I, I don't like that the Nike symbol is bigger than the American flag. I also agree with that, especially given the things that Nike stands for and what the United States is supposed to stand for. Colin, how about that? In all uh, global competitions, and even, 
you know what what UEFA or whatever the hell it's called that they're in FIFA that, FIFA yeah FIFA either way I don't know uh but the American flag should be the most predominant symbol on their jerseys for the national team and I mean that whether it's bobsled badminton soccer basketball tennis golf whatever if you're representing your national team the flag should be the most dominant thing sponsorship essentially be damned that's a good take i have been posting almost purposeful bad takes about soccer and seeing how that goes because here's the deal on soccer fans for me they always say our game is great love our game love our game love our game and then it Every four years, a bunch of people watch soccer because they love their country and it's live sports and there's so much on the line and it's a spectacle and it's wonderful. I love the World Cup and I have people in my mentions. You don't know anything about soccer. Stop watching. Exclusionary whiners. Yes, they want you to like their sport and then you like their sport for a day and they say, no, F you, we don't want you. Hockey's not far behind. Hockey is number two. It, and I don't, I don't think it's a big gap. I don't. I, I am totally agree. Soccer is the one. You know what else soccer is full of? Soccer is full of people who really don't know that much about it and never played it, but they simply found a niche and they know more about it because you don't know anything about it. And so they act as if they're some sort of expert in soccer. Like a hipster because you thing. Know, absolutely. 100% yeah. absolutely. Yes. But anyway, do you think Matt Canada roots for Canada? I think Matt Canada is a boob. Holy cow. I yeah. mean, after the long pass to George Pickens, which qualifies almost as a touchdown for the Steelers, they should have given him points for that. You get the flea flicker, and then Kenny Pickett gets sacked on third and long, and people crush the offensive line. And that's fine. The offensive line stinks, but the Bengals had seven guys on the line of scrimmage. They rushed four. It was a confusing look. Exotic, Colin, some yes. would say. And it confused the Steelers line and Kenny Pickett. So he got sacked on second down because first down was the flea fi- flicker. Second down was the sack. Third and 25 was a draw. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, what, do you, what position are you putting your rookie quarterback in? And there's a lot that Kenny Pickett did that I liked in the first half equally as much that I did not like from Kenny Pickett in the second half. And it's okay to say that. But at the same time, it's also okay for me to say, how the hell am I supposed to evaluate this quarterback when he's put in garbage situation after garbage situation by this offensive coordinator? I can't separate the two. I don't want to say I told you so or anybody else so, but we're exactly where I said we would be. A force to evaluate or thrust to try to evaluate Kenny Pickett midstream is going to make us absolutely crazy. The only true evaluation will be on January 3rd or whatever, or at the end of this 12-game span when he plays all these games, and you say, okay, now let's break it down game by game, play by play, situation by situation. What did he do in those 12 games in totality? Because there's nothing to be learned or gained by each game, each Monday morning quarterback situation. It's one ball of work. One body of work is the only way we're going to be able to look at this. Yeah, I think you're right about that. My my problem with that, though, even though I think you're right, is it's all still going to be a body of work under Matt Canada. And it's why they should have gotten rid of him. But it does serve as this for Kenny. One, I think Matt Canada is clearly stunting his growth, if for only the reason that now Kenny Pickett, I think, is tentative. 
Kenny Pickett was not tentative in the Jets game. He was not tentative in the Miami game. And that led to some bad mistakes. Fine. I'm okay with a quarterback that's young making mistakes. Now, we've got Kenny Pickett missing throws. And I think he's missing throws because he's overthinking. Because he was a technically sound quarterback coming in and an accurate quarterback coming in. And we're seeing that falter. So there's that. But Matt Canada also serves as a meat shield for Kenny Pickett. Because I think a lot of people are like me. And while you want to be critical of the quarterback, you're going to blame the coordinator first. I think people are looking to blame the coordinator first. So Kenny Pickett does have some of the, I think, criticism slide off his back right now. I agree with you there. Kenny Pickett didn't play uh, well at all in the second half. He played very good in the first half. The other thing, too, that too many people aren't mentioning is this. Now, Najee Harris, I don't know. Najee Harris is Najee Harris. But George Pickens is George Pickens. And so many people are hyper-focused, and rightly so, probably on the quarterback, because that's what we do in the National Football League. So we do it every level of football. Matt Canada is stunting the growth of what can be one of the premier receivers in the National Football no League, doubt. George Pickens. You know, he, they should have, when I ran that third and 25 wraparound draw, whatever the hell it was, it was a, I mean, it was a Chan Gailey special. Um, but it was so awful, such an awful play call. You're stunting the growth and the competitive nature of, of uh, George Pickens by not ex showing him at that point in time, you have the confidence in him to go make a play. He, after he already made a couple acrobatic plays, and entrusting him in just saying symbolically, you're our future, you're our guy, you're our big dog. And if you throw the football deep to him, it gets intercepted. It's the same as a punt. So what? And he might, what he might do is shake a pass interference out of someone. So we're so hyper-focused on the link between Canada and Pickett that I don't think we're focused enough on Canada and Pickens and how he could be screwing up that guy. Yeah, and it always drives me crazy like when a, a young player in baseball who is supposed to be a star gets called up, and they did this with Pedro Alvarez for a while, and this guy's supposed to be a slugger. And one year he led the NL in, in home runs. You bring him up, you put him in the seven hole. Put him in the four spot, baby. Let's see what he's got. Especially if, gonna, if you're going nowhere as a team. Damn right. Damn right. You're going to be my four hitter down the road. Okay, let's trust you in these situations. Let's see what you got. Same thing there with George Pickens. And also with Kenny Pickett. Like, it's third down and 25. You're going to run a, wrap, a wraparound draw. Go F yourself. See what he's got there on that play. Again, you're not putting him in a great position to succeed. But, okay, it gets picked off. So what? It gets picked off. You have a chance to make a play. Jalen Hurts is throwing that up to A.J. Brown, I bet. Patrick Mahomes is throwing that up to somebody. You want Kenny Pickett to be Jalen Hurts. You want Kenny Pickett to, he's not going to be, but you want him to be a franchise quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. There Let is be no way, no way, an Andy Reid coached football team runs that play in that situation down four points. They were losing by four points. Here's the other part, too. You, you just... It, it, it just makes no sense. It makes absolutely positively no sense there. None. Uh, it's, there's no, there, this isn't 1937. It's just not. And Matt Canada coaches like it. When they didn't terminate Matt Canada coming out of the bye week or during the bye week, I lost all hope that they were going to, and we just have to live with it this year. It is, it's derelict of duty. It's, it's an awful situation. It sure is, and they don't respect him. And there was a Bengals player that came out after the game and said that they know exactly what he's going to run. Well, the last time that happened, 
was after the Steelers lost to Washington in the COVID year. And that was the last time we saw Randy Feekner calling plays. I hope, well, that season. I hope to God. If there's a God and he gives a rip about football, he wouldn't. She wouldn't. Hmm. You got to fire that guy at the end of the season now because you already missed your first window. Up next, we know the offense stinks. It's a highly paid defense. Yes. They stunk too. We'll get to that next. Fourth down in the Steel City.